Welcome back to Lost in Transition. My name is Riyad. My name is Kevin. Today is Tuesday, June 28th. We are back with another episode. We are officially in the off-season portion of our podcast uh, where we're going to be trying to dig deep to find topics, um, especially with the draft not being that eventful um, in terms of like trades and teams moving up or down. Yeah. Uh, did you not players. did you not watch the fact that the that uh the Anthony Miller don't even know his name? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for studying stuttering there for a second. Yeah, um yeah, I guess that was the big move. De Anthony Melton, you know, uh yeah, just entirely cha- changes the entire landscape <laughs> of the NBA. Yeah. Uh yeah, I really thought they could get better use out of that number 23 pick. <laughs> Yeah, you watching your two college basketball games the entire year. Exactly. I'm being exactly, generous. I knew exactly where they wanted to be. Uh, where so uh, <clears throat> so obviously we there's been some news uh, to come through since the end of the season. Uh, prior to free agency, free agency starts on Thursday. We don't really expect a lot of like you know league changing moves, but you know there's some certain players that. Are big names, uh, Kyrie, the obvious one that you know over the last few weeks they've been talking about whether he was going to opt into his contract or not. Uh, it looks like he did opt in, opt into his contract for his last season, so they don't have to sign him to an extension. So it looks like they're going to run it back one more year. As a Lakers-ish fan, were you disappointed? Uh, no, I mean it's obviously better better fit with LeBron than Westbrook, but. I don't think trading Westbrook for Kyrie would have, you know, solved all the Lakers problems. I think it would have given like somewhat of a chance to win the NBA championship. And I think with well, Westbrook, just, they don't have any. On the basketball court, if Kyrie yeah. on the court, then yes, it's definitely like him, AD and LeBron. Like, obviously that's the best th- trio in the league. Uh, so just, you know, All three of them would be very, You'd be very skeptical of all three of them playing anywhere near 82 games. Exactly. And, you know, all the, the one thing that Russ has is he shows up, you know, he's, yeah. he's on the court. So, you know, if you traded for, for better or for trading, worse, but if you replace them for, Ky- yeah, better or for worse. <laughs> but if you replace them with Kyrie, you know, you'd, ha- you'd be, you'd feel better about the fit, but you have, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be guaranteed that he would actually be on the court when you need yeah. him. Um, so, um, but obviously there's still some questions, um, you know, odds makers are putting them like second, uh, odds for winning the title or third, something Ooh. like that. The Nets. Yeah. That's insane. So, um, you know, with the season they just had, you know, Simmons will be on the court probably I'm guessing. <laughs> Don't um, say that. Don't say that <laughs> with any confidence. Be careful what you're saying. So, uh, you know, they do have a, a, a pretty good trio in, 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 on the nets. Um, I feel better about that trio than I did about the Harden trio um, just from a fit standpoint, but uh, just going, going on Kyrie, like, do you see him finishing the season as a net? Do you see this season going better because of he just behaves better or, or, you know, because I mean, of the Vax, Vax mandate, they just got unlucky last year with Kyrie, and now there's just so much ambiguity. You you can't put any trust into anything you predict with them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're getting Joe Harris back. You're potentially getting Ben Simmons. You're potentially getting Kyrie. Like, I mean, yeah, that the, their top five could be pretty solid. I don't think they have much depth at all. Um, doesn't seem like Katie's doing the uh, recruiting that he had done last season to try to get guys there. Um, you know, as of right now, probably say like middle-ish playoff team for them. Mm-hmm. You know, depend like they could go anywhere, you know, between like three and nine depending on how many games Simmons Kyrie KD those guys play um but yeah I I kind of think he's in as a net I I don't really see a trade before the before the deadline but I mean after this season I doubt I'll be there yeah and we obviously disagree on on the Ben Simmons uh aspect of it but I but I am excited not excited but I disagree just like I like Ben Simmons, you don't. You still uh, do, dude, after all this bullshit? I mean, when he's on the court, he's a good player. When he's on the court, he hasn't been on the court in a year and a half. I know. That's, so that's what I'm saying. I'm intrigued to see what happens this upcoming season, to see how well he plays with with two, you know, amazing offensive players. Um, but we'll see, you know, I'm – if, he if if it doesn't look good, I'll admit that I was too high on Ben Simmons. But if it looks good, I'm gonna feel good about Ben Simmons. In what capacity? As like as a as like one of the third or fourth best player on a well as the, as one of the best defenders in the league, and a you know offensively he can play make a little bit, but you know he won't need to he won't need to as much with KD and Kyrie. So. It's basically just fitting in where you can offensively. Getting them 15 points a game is good enough on that team, you yeah. know. With and obviously we're not going to get into deep into it, but with the Sixers, they relied more than 15 points on him, um, especially on the offensive end, uh, playmaking. I just don't think he'll have as much of a need for that um, on the uh, on the Nets. But we'll see. All right, let's get into John Wall or Westbrook. I don't want to hear about that, man. All right, so uh, Westbrook. Let's go to Westbrook um, since uh, the Lakers did miss out on Kyrie. Um, at this point, they'll take anyone <laughs> over Westbrook. They really do. They're, yeah, they're just shooting a Hail Mary to try to see if they could salvage any last bit of LeBron James. Like, do you see any path? I mean, I see it as like a 90% no. chance that, uh, that Westbrook is on the team game one. The only way uh, it seems like the only team possible would be, uh, I guess the Hornets still seem to have some intrigue. I don't, I don't know why, but I don't I'm know. Not sure MJ what, just wants MJ wants to just that has to be an MJ thing. Yeah, sell tickets. I know. I think uh, Russ is like a Jordan Brand athlete. Um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, it doesn't make any sense fit wise. Like, why would you want to take the ball out of Lamelo's hands? Yeah, I'm not sure how that makes sense. Uh, but, you know, MJ, you know, he makes decisions that don't make sense a lot as, yeah. as an owner. Of course. Um, so, uh, all right, so I guess until we really know what the kind of the mocks are or what the options are for uh, Westbrook landing somewhere else uh, and for what the Lakers are thinking, honestly, we don't even know whether they, like, are, are like, prepared for him to start the season on the team or not i think they are based on just like you know 
Darvin Ham did coach did comments. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, kind of just him opting in, just the forty-seven million. There's only so many teams that could even take that. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. So John Wall is the other one that I guess the Lakers were maybe pursuing uh, for an alternative to uh, Westbrook, but it looks like he's going to be signed signed to the Clippers. Um, it, that's not official yet, right? The buyout nah, it can't official, be until tomorrow night. The buyout's official. The okay. signing can't happen until tomorrow. Night, so Got it. What was the buyout again? Wasn't it like 40 mil or something like I that? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. He didn't play for three years. And just yeah, got his, his bag was insane, dude. He still made so much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, do you think that's a needle, needle mover for the Clippers? I thought they were already contenders. I think it strengthens their depth for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, if it's on a buyout, it means that you're not you're not like losing out on much mm-hmm. um, or giving them a ton of money. So, I mean, I think it's I think it's a good move. I think it's the right move. Um, it just adds to their depth. They have a ton of good players. Um, and I, I think they certainly got to be up there as, you know, a top five contender to win it all this year. Yeah, I'd agree with the top five contender. Um, John Wall obviously gives them a little bit more of play guard, uh, point guard play for, uh, you know, something they've been lacking for a few years. They did have Reggie Jackson kind of emerge as like their point guard, but he's more of like a score first point guard um, with John Wall. I think the fit seems like it makes sense on paper um, with uh, with PG and um, and Kawhi. But uh, also, I'm, I'm just I'm also interested to see if, if he's improved his shot at all, because um, that's going to be huge. Uh, you know, in the bu- I think the bubble year, the Clippers were like number one in three point shooting. So and with Ty Lue, um, I think he'll he'll put him in good position. So as as long as you can give him like a solid 25 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like a, 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 a point guard that can just uh, get him into the offenses, set the pace, that type of thing. I think that'll be good enough, but I don't, I don't know yet if it's like a needle, like if he'll be actually like an, I don't think it's, it's pretty much impossible for anyone to know. Cause you don't know what John wall you're getting. I mean, exactly. Yeah. If he stayed in shape, I mean, if he's anywhere close to old John wall, that's, I mean, that's a huge, even Houston John wall was solid. Yeah. So, I mean, he's what 30, he's only 31 years old. So I think there's, there's definitely, like I said, it's a, uh, a low risk, high reward move. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, um, Not, not many other moves. Um, I think we briefly talked about Christian Wood last time um, to the Mavs. The Jazz, uh, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, rumors on what they're going to do. They just uh, traded for a Celtics uh, assistant coach. It. I thought they traded for him. No, it's something about, assistant. like, trade or something. I was, that's why I was confused. I was like, why would they trade oh, for an assistant coach? I didn't see that. I don't, I don't really think they would need to. Yeah, I, I didn't, it didn't make sense to me when I read it. Maybe it was a, the the title of the article was uh, mis yeah misdated. finalizing five year contract to make him the franchise. Um, they just says that they have offered the Boston Celtics assistant the head coaching job. So you probably uh, saw offered offered. Got, got it. Okay. So uh, anyway, so they didn't make any moves in the or any you know. Uh, noise in the playoffs last year so obviously there's a lot of 
rumbling around uh, Mitchell, whether he's going to become unhappy or not. Do you think, do you think they're going to move Gobert? I, I don't see them moving. I, I don't think it'll happen before the season. Okay. I, I think that their, 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 their off season changes the coach. So just gauging on everything, I kind of feel like if, if I had to make a decision, I kind of think they'll, they'll have them play another year. I'm not saying it's the right call, but I just haven't seen any huge value gets to be able to get Gobert. I I feel like you'd have to get like a stud young wing or something like that. I mean, maybe if they were able to like finesse Aiton or something, but um, I I, I don't really see it before the season. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess that is a good point that the the coach change is kind of like the justification to Mitchell to be like, hey, let's try it one more year with the same yeah. squad. Although Mitchell coach. did have a great relationship with um, Quinn yeah. Snyder. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, all right, so we'll see, I guess, with that one. I guess Aiton, since you mentioned him, we could talk about him. Yeah. It looks it's like ca- I texted never- you last night. It's kind of crazy that those Nets odds went so drastically the other way. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if that was – because of the potential like Kyrie probably going to the Lakers and then in turn it was like for a potential like KD trade mm. like I don't know if that impacted the odds in that manner um or if it's not that then it would have to be Ben Simmons right like I, there's no other yeah. salary that would yeah they wouldn't be able to afford all four players yeah so it would have to be that which would be I, I don't know why the Nets would make that move that makes no sense to me because they want like they've lacked like a unless they're getting Ky- getting rid of Kyrie for for Aiton. No, but it but makes what, no what, sense to get rid of Ben Simmons. Why not for they, Aiton? Maybe he if they even, want to... he hasn't even played yet, and you think you think Aiton's like an upgrade to Ben Simmons? I think he could be. It could be, but and I mean, they they kind they, of they willing to make that move before they even see Ben Simmons on the court. I mean, will they ever see Ben Simmons on the court? So they might have gotten that feeling that he just kept bailing out of shit this year like a pussy like he was in the playoffs so then they couldn't make that move and finally have that like i, I mean i don't think i don't think that rim protection i don't think that makes them a better team i think makes them better have, defensively how I th- i'd rather have been some rim protection way more important yeah i guess and then also i mean, I mean the warriors didn't have any do rim bat- protection. the warriors didn't have any rim protection they, yeah, but they don't have the same system in Brooklyn that they have in the Warriors, dude. They don't have Steph Curry. I know. I'm just saying that rim protection, giving up rim protection for one of the best versatile defenders in the league, I think that's – I don't think that, like, drops – But you, you could that. argue in the Eastern Conference you're most worried about yeah, guys Joel, like Embiid Joel and Giannis. Embiid. Yeah. And yeah. that would be Aiton better than Simmons can't card either, though. I don't know. Can Aiton? He stuck up decently well against Giannis in parts of that final series. Obviously, Giannis in the end went off. I mean, Aiden like, is still a third, a, like a third or fourth option. He's yeah, not exactly. a second guy. I agree. But they, they don't have a second guy regardless. Who, the uh, Nets? Yeah. Well, they have Kyrie. Yeah. But... He's their second guy. Ben Simmons is their third guy. That's why I'm saying Ben Simmons' third, third, third role. I think that makes sense for him putting Aiton in the third role versus Ben Simmons. I don't think that like, unless, unless you think it's like, and again, that doesn't make sense to me because they haven't seen Ben Simmons fit. Yeah. But so it's just stability. Ben, stability. Yeah, sure. 
Um, I mean, Aiton, there was there was issues that you know Monty Williams expressed with Aiton, uh, him quitting on the team and stuff like that. I think that partially because Phoenix didn't want him and didn't extend him. <laughs> Could be. I think you. I think you. Sh- you're, uh... There's no reason that they should be any confidence in Ben Simmons being a reliable player for the Nets. He has uh, no track record of it at all. He his first like four or five years. Yeah, uh, being a rookie, and then he forced his way out of playing with Embiid when everyone seems to. No, I get it. The last the last year last year was awful. It didn't look great. And on the him. and when he came back. To Brooklyn and was about to play this year. Okay, but that was one year. That was one right. year of him him not being available right. to play. So we got to see this year, like how it goes. If you play, if you play seventy five games, like you can't call him unreliable. Maybe he's a head case from a like a confidence standpoint or whatever. We can dive into that. But in terms of like availability, he he plays games. He didn't play one season, and we don't know. Maybe that back injury was for real. <laughs> Yeah, you better. You, you got surgery, bro. You got surgery. Oh. You don't get surgery on a back if you don't. If you ain't hurt. Mm, if you're a mental <laughs> freak, you might. Bro, you hate Simmons so much. Um, so I, it seems like Brunson's probably going to go to the Knicks. Honestly, um, I just, I just, I just read a Kevin Pelton article that's yeah. saying that it's leaning towards, just and it looks like the Mavs are going to lose him, like yeah. nothing. It's pretty devastating, honestly. For the Mavs, yeah. Just because I don't know, like where else they're making up that. The article in the article it did say it had a couple of quotes from his dad, Rick Brunson, that said something like, uh, "You know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side." So we'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so I, mean, I, I think, I think what, what does Brunson want? You know, like if he just if he wants to be a starting point guard in the NBA, yeah. and like he'll never be that with Luca. Yeah, exactly. He'll always be the second or third guy, and it's it's because it's his it's his position. Like if Luca was like a wing, yeah, it'd, it'd be different, but um, Luca is the point guard. So it, they just, they're going to, I don't know. I, I feel, I think if, if for the Mavs, if their option is to lose uh, Brunson for nothing, I think you sign them and you run it yeah. back with a little bit of a, additional pieces with Christian Wood. Maybe they get a couple other pieces. Yeah. Um, but if you're the good thing is, Luke but if is you can get off. something for him and you don't have to pay him, what the Knicks are going to pay him, I think that's also a good, this good move. So I think the good, the good thing with the Mavs, also, it's like Luke is still young enough. Like he's so competitive that like you don't want to get to the point where you're not like showing you're able to support a roster around him, yeah, um, or get guys there to help him win a championship. But at the same time, it's you you got to find that balance because you don't want to like. You don't want to leverage. Also, strap your cat like cash yeah. where you like yeah. just can't do anything else. Um, yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, I think they kind of overperformed a little bit this year getting to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, so it's it's like you get a little taste of that, but you don't want to like shove everything, you know, shove as much assets into you know yeah. the next that's, three that's kind of what years. The, that's kind of what the Hawks decided. Uh, you know. To, I guess last year after they made the conference finals, they just said, run it back. You know, we don't need to make any drastic moves. We're still on the same timeline. And then they yeah. realized that they weren't actually ahead of schedule. And it was probably good that they didn't make any moves. Yeah. Um, so. And also with, uh, with the Mavs, it's like, you probably have another like two to three good years of like 
the Warriors and Clippers and like tail end of probably not even going to get it, but like a tail end of a potential LeBron AD. And if they were to free off season once Russ is gone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, then you can get Luke on his prime three years from now and be ready to rock and roll, get another star in there. And then you get closer to the, you know, favorite talk in the Western conference. Cause they're certainly. Yeah. And, and another thing on Brunson is just, um, you know, we, there's, a, I think the most recent example was like Jeremy Grant who played, you know, like a role. Uh, he played a, a third role or fourth role on, on the nuggets. And then he went to the Pistons and the question was like, obviously he's not good enough to like carry a team to the playoffs or something, but he's good enough to, to warrant more uh, usage uh, on a team. And that's kind of, I expect that to be the same case for Brunson. If he goes to the Knicks without them actually improving the roster the way it is now that, you know, he'll be good and he'll show that he can, he can be the best player on a team, but um, that he, I don't think he'll be able to carry a team to the, to the playoffs. Yeah. Like the Knicks. Uh, but we'll see. I like Brunson a lot. He's still young. Um, what about, uh, it looks like Levine's probably going to sign with the Bulls. Yeah. We signed with the Bulls. Bradley Beal looks like he's going back to the Wizards. Yeah. I mean, I guess. So what is he going to, I guess, I guess he's going to opt out of the player option, but then sign the Supermax. Is that yeah. what's going to happen? It seems like. I, I guess that's the, those are the, uh, I mean, I'm not going to believe anything on that guy until it literally happens. Okay. Like, uh, it's just, it, I see so many conflicting reports. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen, but like, yeah. It's just, all do you see the uh, Pacers doing anything with uh, Brogdon or Turner? Yeah, it seems like they're trying to shop them pretty bad. Um, I'd say by the deadline, definitely. Brogdon would be a good, good, uh, good pickup for the Lakers. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, what they can no I'm, I'm just saying in, in turn honestly bro like you could you could pick like 15 point guards that'd be better than westbrook i'm like yeah <laughs> turner maybe like you know i've always there's always been rumors of him to the uh hornets or mm-hmm. um you know you just kind of kind of guess there's like a lot of center movement that you have to see and then maybe something like that could fall into place afterwards. Like let's say Aiton goes somewhere and then you end up like trading for him at the deadline. If the, if the Suns are having another really good season, you know, something along those lines I could see. Yeah. Um, I think that's most of the players um, yeah. are like out, out front on possibility of getting moved or, or being in a, on a new team next year. Um, we did have the draft last week. Was it last week? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Magic went with uh, Paolo Banquero. Uh, you think he's probably going to be the, you know, at least the the safest pick, if not the best player in the draft. Um, Chet went to the Thunder. Um, we kind of expected that. And then Jabari went to the Rockets. Uh, Jaden Ivey dropped to the Pistons. Uh, Kings, man. Kings, What's up? Just, Kings just take L's for centuries. It's, it's mind-blowing. Like, Murray's a good player, and he's ready to win now, but, like, that they picked him because, the Kings they're, aren't. <laughs> because they they're convinced they're ready to break their playoff drought and like yeah the the lack of fit with with uh De'Aaron Fox and Ivy it, they're just a shit show man 
Bro, I think I think uh, I think uh, we'll talk more obviously in the uh, closer to the season and when like uh, rosters are more uh, complete. But Jaden Ivy to the Pistons, I I, I was looking at the Pistons roster this this morning. It was it's looking pretty good. I'm I'm excited to see. Such a good fit too. Like just like their young core of like that that backcourt with him and Cade. Sadiq Bay is like a great wing three and D mm-hmm. guy, and then um, they got uh, their center and Jalen Dern, freak athlete. Yeah, be a ton, ton of pick and rolls with him. Um, and who knows, man? Maybe they'll uh, pull the trigger on Aiton. I know they're maybe. they're definitely one of the couple of teams that have been talked about. So yeah, definitely. Um, any uh, standouts from the draft? Any? players that you thought were just like picked in the perfect situation or um, it was interesting that the Blazers took Shaden Sharp um, just because he's probably like one of the higher upsides in the draft um, but he doesn't seem like he's going to be ready to like make a huge impact in his first like two years Mm. Um, so a little bit like contrasting with you know Dame and like trying to win now Uh, so I think that's definitely something to monitor you uh, remember any good quotes from the draftees? No. no, no, no. <laughs> uh, there was there was the one dude at the was it the mentoring dude that went to the Pacers that called out LeBron? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's gonna have to prove to me that he's better than me. <laughs> yeah. Love the confidence, young fella. Love the. Confidence. Gotta love it. It sounds like something Joe Kaz would say. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, it looks like we'll be able to see them in the uh, summer league coming up. Uh, starts July second and third. In uh, they have the California Classic, then the fifth. I think that's seventh. new, right? I don't remember that. I don't. Yeah, I think I think they did something last year in Salt Lake City, but I don't remember. Them doing well, no, that. they've always done Salt Lake in Vegas, but I just don't remember the California Classic ever. Being yeah, I don't remember. It looks either. like it's a little before too. So yeah. Um, so between the second and the seventeenth, they'll have summer league games vegas is the uh, obviously the big one from the 7th to the 17th so i'll probably watch are you still bunch. thinking of going yeah i'm going to vegas you coming <laughs> with me let's go hell yeah i'll quit my job and go to vegas you don't have to quit it you can work from home bro <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'll get a lot done in vegas <laughs> just 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 enough <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be I'll be able to at least from me not being or not watching a lot of college basketball. These this is my kind of introduction to a lot of these players. So uh, yeah. seeing them play against other highly uh, talented players uh, will be good. And then uh, and then after the uh, free agency period starts on Thursday, if some moves will be made, um, we'll definitely like jump on and discuss any big ones. Um, anything else? No, looking forward to free agency. Um, I think there'll be some trades over the next week too. So it's always a uh, exciting time right around the fourth of July. And the last, uh, and the last, moves. last point I wanted to make is that like a lot of teams are probably because of the, and we talked about this kind of during the season, the parity of the league of a lot of teams just being in the mix. A lot of teams are probably are probably going to try to go for it. You know, try to really solidify their team to be top contenders. So we'll see. All right. So that wraps up this episode. Thank you, Gladdy. Thank you to everyone out there. Please rate and subscribe and we will see you next time. Peace.